up next on Saturday Extra. We're going to walk through the gates of Pentridge Prison. I remember standing there and I didn't move. I just looked around the cell, no possessions at all. There was an old wiry bed, a K-Pox mattress, and there was stains all over it. And I looked at the toilet and I went, I wonder how many people have used that toilet over the last hundred years. And then I looked at the blankets. All I could think is, my dog has better stuff than this. I, I can't even remember sleeping that night. I can't remember laying down. I was just so, in a strange way, in awe of my new surroundings that, like, this is it. What have you done? Yes, Her Majesty's Prison Pentridge, as it was known. That foreboding bluestone structure which housed some of Australia's most infamous criminals, but also over the years was used as a female prison, and in the 1800s, children were sent there to live in a reformatory. The man's voice you heard there was Doug. He's a former inmate of B Division in the 1970s. Well, you can now take a history tour of Pentridge and walk through some of the cells and the rock-breaking yards. The tours have been created by National Trust Victoria and Art Processes, which is the design technology company uh, behind, as well, for instance, tours at Alcatraz in San Francisco. And Sam Doust from Art Processes joins us now. Hello there, Sam. Good morning, Geraldine. Uh, Pentridge Prison closed in 1997. And for those of us not in Melbourne, just give us a little picture of it, please. What does the site look like? Today, uh, which is, of course, 25 years later, uh, it's a completely different environment to the prison itself. Many of the wall, bluestone walls have come down, but also many remain. Uh, and you have an extremely modern built environment. You have children's playground you have a cinema, you have a grocer's and you have a beer garden. You have a, a precinct, essentially, that um, everyday life is completely serviced by um, um, in, 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 in rather pleasant form, which, of course, produces an, enor an enormous juxtaposition between Pentridge now and Pentridge's history. Indeed. I mean, it was... Uh, Victoria's biggest jail, and it, it was decommissioned by the government, wasn't it, in 1997? Uh, and the, when, when there was much more of a movement towards privatising prisons. How would you assess, because you've actually had to absolutely throw yourself into this and absorb yourself in it, mm. uh, the, the views towards it have been subsequently? Uh, yeah, so I, I, it, is, it is true to say we threw ourselves into it. Um, and it was very interesting that I... I think as founding principles for how we were going to approach storytelling, heritage, history, interpretation in place, I remember two things in particular. I remember um, a site manager who uh, walked our processors team around the site and he said, you know, there's what the warders say, the prison officers, and there's what the prisoners say, and the truth is somewhere in the middle. I remember that being a very uh, interesting approach editorially for us to take because is there any one truth about a place like Pentridge, which is so intense in its history, where mm -hmm. incredible things happened every day? Of course, there's not one truth. In fact, if anything, um, if we were going to if we were going to uh, embark on a truth-telling exercise, we would probably want to put the visitor 
as a truth seeker in the middle of many voices and try and, and allow them the agency to find a truth themselves to some extent. So that was one thing. Then there were academics and, and um, very interesting writers, for instance, Kate Gamble, who had written in Landscape Australia, and she was talking about the concern for, you know, an erasure of history. As, as wonderful as this modern daily life precinct was, where was, where was the suffering and the horror of 150 years that had preceded it and, or as, as a functioning prison? So actually, it's just a beautiful quote um, I brought with me this morning. Uh, it might be idealistic, but the thought that we might acknowledge the uncomfortable and confronting rather than accepting an anodyne, nostalgic version of history is far more interesting. And I agreed completely with that position and um, thought, well, the, as well as that, looking at the sort of looking at the writings in in the academy around penal history and um, so-called dark tourism, there was a great concern in the academic texts that. Um, that perhaps the experience of history was being trivialized and sensationalized in various, um, you know, penal tourist um, mm. experiences around the world. So we, we sort of gravitated as far away from that as possible and um, attempted to really try and find some of that truth telling that is definitely there. And it's an extraordinary history. I love that idea of the person being in the middle, being their own truth yes. seeker. I think that's very, yeah. is that what you've tried to do? Absolutely, all the way through to the technology and the experience. Um, so you, you know, when you arrive at Pentridge, you um, you, you walk into the former's residence, uh, former warders' residence, uh, and you buy a ticket. Um, and then a tour guide at the National Trust will take you to one of the divisions uh, and give you an explanation and a sort of canonical view of of the prison. Point various aspects of the prison out to you as you walk over and and sort of get a sense of the space, which is a lovely beginning to that juxtaposition because, of course, you're walking through playgrounds, you're walking through a lovely modern built environment, but they're slowly bringing back the history of the place to you. Uh, and then they, they, they give you the technology that we've built for this, which is um, a sort of cinematic soundscape mm. that's um, sensitive to your location. So you, you put on headphones, you're s immediately immersed in the narration of Rachel Mazer and Uncle Jack Charles, and you are completely an agent on your own, ready to walk through the parts of the prison that you choose to uh, uh, choose to uh, interact with. So, for instance, well, what, can, can I do, what mm, about H ahead. Division or Hell Division, sure. which was a really infamous um, place? Now, what do you do... How do you do that? So um, you put you put on your headphones, and you again are, are free to roam within that context. There are there are there are various cells that are just open and empty, and there are various cells that are interpreted. So, for instance, the experience of um, John Killick, um, a, a sort of fairly infamous bank robber in Australian history, spent time in H Division. He gives a very chilling account of the introduction of every every prisoner who comes into or inmate who comes into um, H Division, uh, a, 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 a summary beating called the bash or the biff uh, as an indu induction. And that, that's a projection on the wall. Mm. And the, the projection is silent until you walk into the cell and then you instantly come into the, the language of the projection through your headphones. You hear what, it. Yes, you hear it. So what, what, that, what that sort of, what that world is building is um, a space that 
that you take with you basically wherever you go and it really does give you that sense of agency you can choose to enter into the world of um, the history of executions or enter into the experience of indigenous prisoners at Pentridge or the experience of the separate and silent regime um, of the 19th century um, and and all of these are juxtaposed but you're you're there to have the experience in your own time. See, Sam, you you um, developed this tour, or you know, your your firm did develop this tour of Alcatraz in in the US as well. Um, and I know, for instance, Fremantle Prison in my home state of WA has had very mm. popular quotes quotes popular tours mm. for a long time. What mm. is it about prisons and and their history that you think fascinates and affects people that they want to go? Well, I think it's multifarious, but I would say that for most people, it's this idea of a hidden regime, because we don't know what goes on behind those, in Pentridge's um, sense, great, great bluestone walls. And if you've ever been to Melbourne, and particularly Coburg, and you've seen those walls, they're profoundly intimidating from the inside and the outside. Um, And many people in the community of Coburg, I I spoke to several people while we developed this experience, and it would, no, I would, they would talk about being driven to school in the mornings, uh, and out of the right side of the window of the car, they'd see the walls going by, and that sense of, and and then a parent figure, you know, warning them that you know if they're naughty, they'll go, to, you know, they'll go behind those. So that sense of a hidden regime. So I think that that inquiry into um, what's behind those walls and what goes on inside those walls, I think that's. You know, I think mm. that's compelling for some. And the other thing I would say about that is that we, we, you know, the whole concept of incarceration in Australia and around the world, this is always going to be a compelling um, and deeply human uh, thought experiment. If, especially if we, you know, if we don't even brush up against the law uh, in our own lives, then very much we are going to be interested in what happens in that context to other people. So I think, you know, it's very much the, 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 very much a lot of human meaning um, in the prison system and penal history. And look, just quick, there were some famous escapees from Pentridge, yes. <laughs> always yeah. very popular with visitors. Yeah. Everyone loves a good escape story. What was your favourite? <laughs> oh, my favourite. Um, that's a good question. Um, I... <laughs> I, I, one of the people I interviewed for this was actually John Killick, who's famous for escaping um, from um, uh, from prisons, but he never made it out of um, never made it out of Pentridge. Um, I think I think probably my favourite is 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 the story of of, um, of Ryan and his um, infamous mm. escape because of because of what it set up and um, and because that was obviously the last execution um, in in not only in Australian history but but at Pentridge as well, and Pentridge being the only place where executions were undertaken at that time as well. Um, that that the tragedy around that, um, the the sort of the, the the mistakes, the simplicity of the escape that then fell into tragedy over you know over a killing and then the execution, and then the, just the the profound experience of the execution as well. And um, we actually quote. Um, an ABC journalist, Brian Morley's experience of watching Ryan hang, which is very profound, mm-hmm. actually, and 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 you you can hear it if you go on the tour, yes. and just I, I suppose the whole thread. I've been protecting myself from that, Sam. But anyway, <laughs> I, I I I I quite understand that. Okay, yeah. look, thank you very much indeed for joining us and explaining all this so uh, well.
Thanks, Geraldine. Uh, Sam Doust uh, from uh, Art Processes in Melbourne and Tours have opened at Pentridge. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.